Welcome to the St. Philip's Chapel Street Daily Prayer Podcast. Well, hi, welcome to the Daily Prayer Podcast from St. Philip's Chapel Street. My name's Gareth Robinson, and as we've been doing for these last two weeks, uh, we're going through each weekday uh, the psalm that's set, or one of the psalms that's set uh, for morning prayer on the Daily Prayer app that's published by the Church of England. So if you haven't got that, I want to encourage you to grab that from your app store, download it, and then you can follow along uh, with the psalm as we read it and reflect it together on uh, what the Lord might be saying to us today. So we're gonna, there are two psalms set for today. Psalm 22, which is a really long psalm. And it's an amazing psalm. It's a psalm that Jesus quoted from on the cross and gives us amazing insight into what it was that he was thinking as he was uh, being crucified. But uh, because it's not yet Holy Week, we're going to use the shorter psalm, Psalm 126, uh, to look into that and see what the Lord might be speaking to us um, before we begin the journey towards the cross that is Holy Week, which will begin on Monday. So uh, grab your phone or grab your pad, whatever you're using, um, turn to Psalm 126 and we're going to read it together. Psalm 126. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, then we were like those who dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with songs of joy. Then said they among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has indeed done great things for us and therefore we rejoiced. Restore again our fortunes, O Lord, as the river beds of the desert. Those who sow in tears shall reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, bearing the seed, will come back with shouts of joy, bearing their sheaves with them. Well, there's a lot packed into this uh, little psalm, uh, just a few verses. But uh, in particular, I love the way that this psalm reminds uh, me a little bit of where we used to live in the desert. Um, Lizzie and I and the kids uh, lived out in Arizona for three and a half years. And where it talks about uh, restoring again our fortunes, O Lord, as the river beds of the desert. When you drove around the back roads uh, near Phoenix, Arizona, where we used to live, uh, you would drive across these bridges and you'd kind of wonder what the bridges are for because it wasn't really a valley, it was just uh, what looked like a dry river bed and actually that's exactly what it was. But Arizona has over 300 days of sunshine a year. We loved it. it. It was ridiculously hot for the summertime, but we did love the sunshine. But for those few weeks when the rain came and oh my goodness, did it rain. And when it rained, because the water runoff was so significant because the ground was so dry, these dry riverbeds turned into torrents of water. And suddenly, as you were driving over these bridges, you were really grateful that there was a bridge there because of the amount of water that was pouring through. And I think this prayer, uh, this psalm, rather, is a prayer for revival. It's a prayer for new life. It's a prayer for restoration. You can tell that there's sort of this bitter, sweet language going on at the beginning of the psalm. The psalmist remembering when the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion. It's written in the past tense. Do you remember what happened? We were like those who dream. 
Our mouth was filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. The nation said, the Lord has done great things for us. And we rejoiced, past tense. Restore again our fortunes, O Lord, as the riverbeds of the desert. This, I believe, is a, a crying of the psalmist. To see once again in, in his day, in his age, in, in his lifetime, a move of God that would cause a flood of grace to flow through the nation. And that's my prayer in the midst of this COVID outbreak. And I'd invite you to pray along with me, along with the church, along with other churches in our city and across our country and the world, that just as this virus has broken out, and is attacking the lives of many, many people and taking the lives of tens of thousands of people around the world, that there would be an even stronger outbreak of the move of God's spirit that would not be taking lives, but winning lives into the kingdom of God. And there's a wonderful note of hope towards the end of this psalm. Those who sow in tears shall reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, bearing the seed, will come back with shouts of joy, bearing their sheaves with them. It's remembering uh, that verse from Hebrews where it talked about Jesus, for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame. It's remembering that though we may pray in a sense of brokenness and grief, about what's going on around us. And maybe you have experienced or you will experience in the next few weeks or months real grief as people you know and love are taken out by this virus. Well then, let's come to the Lord with our brokenness. Let's be honest with him. And if we're praying through tears, trust that we're praying to the God who is able to turn those tears into joy. It says in another place in the scriptures, weeping may remain for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Let's hold on to the truth that in Christ we are resurrection people and that we put our hope in him. That though we may sow in tears, we will reap with songs of joy. So as we come to the end of another week, let's bring ourselves to the Lord in prayer and cry out to him for a move of his spirit that would see our nation and the nations transformed by his love. Lord, we're so grateful for the places in our lives where we've experienced your goodness and your grace. Lord, thank you for the forgiveness that you have won for us on the cross. Lord, we don't take it for granted. We know it cost you everything. And we look around and see in our culture, our society, people who have forgotten you, people who don't know the goodness of your love. And we cry out to you, Father, would you send your spirit in a mighty wave across our country that would be even more significant than the impact that this tiny little virus has had. 
Lord, that you would overwhelm us with your love and your grace and your mercy, that those who don't know you would be one into your kingdom, that like those rivers that flow in the desert, there would be a flood of your spirit at work in our day and in our time so that we can tell the story of when the Lord restored our fortunes, that we were like those who dreamed. When our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongues with songs of joy, because the Lord has done great things for us. Come, Holy Spirit, send revival, God, and start with me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And so we end the week with the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Just before I say this conclusion, would love for you to share uh, the podcast with somebody if you feel like it's encouraged you or helped you. Or uh, as I said last week, if you've got some ideas about how it could be even more helpful, um, more encouraging to you, then please do get in touch. Just send an email to gareth.r at stphillips.org.uk. would love to hear from you, hear any stories of how it's encouraged you, uh, but also to uh, encourage even more people with it if that's possible. So we'll have a break for the weekend, but we'll be back on Monday at the beginning of Holy Week, the week that leads us up to Easter Day. So for today and for this weekend, may Christ, who bore our sins on the cross, set us free to serve him with joy. Amen. And let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.